Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS News Roundup ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Possible move on immigration. Representing a sharp policy change for the president. Alabama ruling triggers IVF pause. It is disturbing and ironic. Excitement in San Diego. We're going to be getting giant pandas. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup in the high-stakes battle over the southern border. Sources tell CBS News President Biden is considering using sweeping executive authority to deal with the crisis. CBS News White House correspondent Nancy Cordes. What the White House is floating here would be a return to the Trump border policy in one very significant respect. It would deter migrants from coming to the U.S. by restricting access to the overloaded asylum program. This is a big development, especially for a Democratic administration. And officials are considering it because of the record numbers of migrant crossings over the past few years. And so now they're looking at a law that has been on the books for more than 70 years. It allows the president to suspend the entry of foreigners when it's determined that their arrival is detrimental to the interests of the United States. The Trump White House used that same law to justify an attempted ban on visitors from some Muslim-majority countries. That faced legal challenges. This almost certainly would again. There's new fallout from the Alabama Supreme Court ruling that said frozen embryos created during in vitro fertilization have the same rights as children. CBS's Meg Oliver reports that's led the state's largest hospital to pause IVF treatments. 34-year-old Jasmine York turned to IVF doctors at the University of Alabama at Birmingham. We're supposed to transfer back in January and have had a couple of mishaps. And so we were really looking forward to March 20th was when I was supposed to transfer. Is IVF your last hope to have a baby? Yes, there is no other way. The university said in a statement that it was pausing IVF out of concern. Physicians and even aspiring parents could face criminal punishment following the state court's decision, even if the hospital adheres to the proper standard of care. We're not certain what is safe and legal for us to do with regards to IVF. Dr. Mamie McLean is a physician at one of Alabama's largest fertility clinics. Ultimately, we're worried that there's going to be fewer babies born in Alabama because of this ruling. Last night, Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley spoke to our Gail King on CNN's King Charles about the court's decision. I do think that if you look in the definition, an embryo is considered an unborn baby. York firmly disagrees. These are not living children. We want living children. AT&T's network went down for thousands of its customers early this morning, affecting calls and Internet access. This includes some 911 emergency disruptions. Verizon and T-Mobile customers and others reported some outages, according to a digital service tracking site. 
A new surge of violence in the Middle East. In the West Bank, at least one Israeli is dead, eight others wounded. CBS's Holly Williams. Three Palestinian gunmen opened fire near a busy checkpoint in the Israeli-occupied West Bank early this morning, according to authorities here. They say Israeli security forces killed two of the attackers and a third was wounded and detained. Israel's National Security Minister Itamar Ben-Gavir visited the scene with some strong words saying, quote, the right to our lives prevails on their freedom of movement. Meanwhile, in the Gaza Strip, there are reports that Israel's intensified its bombardment of the South. The Kremlin calls President Biden's latest characterization of Vladimir Putin as shameful. Mr. Biden called the Russian leader a, quote, crazy SOB at a San Francisco fundraiser. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Shake-up at Boeing weeks after a door panel blew off a 737 MAX 9 jet while in flight. CBS's Chris Van Cleve reports the head of the 737 program for the jet maker, Ed Clark, is out after 18 years with the company. This is the first time we've seen Boeing shuffle its leadership team since the incident and the first executive to be departing Boeing in the wake of it. A Republican prosecutor in Arizona says she opposes the extradition of a suspect in the bludgeoning death of a woman in New York City. Rachel Mitchell suggests the suspect would get more lenient treatment under Manhattan's district attorney, Alvin Bragg. Well, on the 59th anniversary of the shooting death of Malcolm X yesterday, a new twist in the story. Attorney Ben Crump introduced two new witnesses who worked as security for Malcolm X. Khalil Saeed Ramakrishna says he was arrested one week before the assassination and believes it was all a part of a plot to ensure the killing in Harlem was successful since his normal security detail would not be around him. Had I not been arrested, I would have attended his speech and could have served as part of his security. Crump says the family still wants answers. 59 years later, what more excuses can you offer? Matt Piper, CBS News, New York. Now to Venezuela. Scramble to get the injured medical help after a collapse at an illegal gold mine. At least 14 people confirmed dead. At least a dozen hurt. A private spacecraft with no crew could today become the first from the U.S. to land on the moon in more than half a century. Intuitive Machines' Odysseus Lander is the second try by a U.S. company to land a spacecraft on the moon in recent weeks. It's also part of a NASA commercial program to have private companies design, build, and launch spacecraft to support the agency's own Artemis moon program. NASA's Sandra Connolly. Industry is in the lead in providing these services, so they're the decision makers. If all goes well today... 
Odysseus will touch down just before 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Peter King, CBS News, Orlando. China is planning to send a pair of giant pandas to the San Diego Zoo. Ron Swaysgood with the Zoo's Wildlife Alliance is excited. Everyone's jumping, right? We're trying to get things ready. We're preparing the enclosures. We're working on our protocols for care and health. Just four pandas are in the U.S. now at the Atlanta Zoo. Some were sent back to China last year from Memphis and the National Zoo in Washington. In Tokyo, it was cheering when Japan's Nikkei stock index roared past the record it set way back in 1989 before the country's economic bubble burst. Sound the gifting panic alarm. We've all been there. You need to find the perfect gift. You have absolutely zero ideas and you don't know where to start. Relax. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode takes the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. Just answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like and gift mode gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Imagine pages of artisan espresso mugs for the coffee connoisseur in your life. Or for the pickleballer, customized paddle covers in every shade imaginable. Etsy's got you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. A beloved TV character makes history tonight and becomes history, too. Tonight's the night fictional district attorney Jack McCoy is sentenced. Plus, you're in contempt, Mr. McCoy. To retirement. Your Honor. After 30 years on Law & Order, Sam Watterson is leaving the show. Want to know why? He's 83. His character debuted on the fifth season back in 1995. Since then, he's appeared on 400 episodes and by some counts has said the word objection. 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 Sustained. More than 1,200 times. Chris Mavridi, CBS News. Oregon's state Senate failed this week to advance a bill that would have abolished daylight saving time in most of the states. The bill now goes back to committee, which will rewrite it to ensure Oregon won't be the only state in the region to make the move. Idaho and California are still considering it. Washington failed last month. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com slash survey. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, wherever you get your podcasts. 
Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. 